Welcome to Periop Talk, the perioperative specific podcast where we discuss how to make surgery safer one podcast at a time. From Q&As with AORN guideline authors to interviews with OR nurses just like you, our goal is to always share practical information for you to take back to your OR. Hello, I'm Vanjie Dennis, president of AORN, and welcome to the President's Corner. Today, we're continuing a topic that we hear about from our members across the country. It's about the challenges of working with a team that spans four or five different generations. We recently spoke to Mary Kate, a Gen Z nurse, who spoke about overcoming some of the stereotypes that the youngest professionals in the workforce have. Today, we'll look at the generational divide from the perspective of a millennial nurse. Molly began her career 17 years ago in the med surge department. And two years later, she became a perioperative nurse and worked in the OR for 11 years. Now, Molly is a clinical nurse educator at a large acute care hospital in Nebraska. Molly, I am so pleased you could join me today. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, this this is exciting being able to hear it from all perspectives. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk Absolutely. to us. Molly, you were in the OR when there was a lot of scrutiny and social analysis about millennials, particularly about work ethics and attitudes. They kind of put everybody in a box and stereotyped you against value systems. What was the environment like for you as a millennial perioperative nurse with colleagues having certain expectations because of your generation? It definitely brought its challenges. I was very blessed that the department that I had come into was a very nurturing, accepting department, but I definitely could see those changes and hear the stories and see the things my coworkers went through and kind of hearing that it used to be the trend that you kind of had to earn your standing and go through what they went through because they've been here for 20 plus years and they had a tried and true gone through all those hard times. So we had to kind of go through that as well to prove ourselves. And I think there was just a difference in how our department took that and spun it. We were very blessed that we had nurturing nurses who had that 20 plus years of experience in the OR that took that as an opportunity to train me and share that knowledge and help build me as a nurse. But it definitely was something where I had to kind of prove myself. I had to prove that I was going to be that hard worker and not expect everything just hand it to me or expect that I was just going to be treated with the same level of respect without earning that respect. So that can definitely bring some challenges and bring some opportunities that ultimately, I think, made us stronger nurses because of. Thinking about a lot of the mixture of the different generations, do you think this was mainly a perception of uh, the Xers or the boomers? Uh, Honest to goodness, the the Xers probably had more impact of learning all the technology and everything that just exploded during their time coming in there. Do you think it's limited to those generations that uh, tended to put those expectations and made you prove yourself? You know, probably a little. I think we have to earn a little bit of it. We do, as my generation, we kind of were teased as the trophy generation that we always just were given that you did a great job. Everybody gets to join the team mentality. 
And that sometimes made us maybe not as prepared to feel like we really had to put in the time, put in the effort to earn that standing. When I first started nursing, it was just even looking at the different directions as far as their educational backgrounds. We had the ADN nurses, ASN, BSN, everything on that perspective. And a lot of these nurses were trained on the job in a much different format that I was used to. And because of that, they had some very strong opinions towards why someone would think a BSN nurse would, was better than an ADN nurse. They put in their time, they put in their effort, and they were very experienced. So I do feel like it was something that we all had to kind of change that perspective, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. Um, I always give a little story when I was at a specific hospital system and I had all my managers there. Most of us were uh, Xers and boomers, to be honest with you. And we were interviewing all these new nurses, primarily millennials. And one of my managers said, not to be negative, she says, well, I don't know why we're doing this. They're just going to leave. And my perspective um, is, and what I said to them, then it becomes our fault as leaders. Because, you know, a lot of times this is stereotyped in that bucket. You guys are lifelong learners. You want to learn new things and you grasp it so quickly. And I did notice that uh, about your generation as they've come into the workforce. Um, I would agree with that. Thank you. So, Molly, you talked about challenges. Can you think of a story or share one of your stories, which has been one of your challenges in the workforce? Absolutely. When I was first starting my family, one of the challenges I had was getting kind of that work balance on picking a call and staying light and how I have that with my kiddos. And I remember very specifically one of the nurses who had raised her children while working in the OR and kind of her pushback. She encouraged me, well, why don't you look at working opposite shifts? My husband and I worked one work weeks, one work weekends. And that was very challenging for me. I had a very strong passion towards raising my kids as our whole family and spending that family time together. And I didn't want to jeopardize that. That wasn't something that I was willing to compromise on. But I knew as a team, I needed to be able to hold my weight, pick the call when needed, and still be a part of that team, but still have them understand that that was how I was going to raise my children. It might have been different in their experiences, but it definitely helped give us an opportunity to kind of work through that thought process. I think sometimes we bring our own value systems in this. And I'm a big advocate that I it should be a balance. And uh, some of the perspectives that I had to change my personal views was how I structured of the staffing of this periop services here. I got very creative with hours. I did self-scheduling. My team eliminated the call for weekends because it was important to be with their families. And then having those extra people to relieve and get them back home. And I know we're not a bank and it goes ding, 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 three o'clock, you're going home. But it's important for them to get home, pick up their kids. And I even staggered the hours in the morning for those who had young kids that had to be dropped off for childcare. I love that. And I do think when you do things like that, you have a staff that see that and appreciate that. And when you do come to them to ask for help, they're willing to step up to the table because they're seeing that it is a two-way street. It's not just a constant ask. It is a balance of a team that we're going to support you. We're going to do what we need to do. And gosh darn, if you come down the road, we really need something, you're probably going to be more apt to come up and step up to the table. You went on to become an educator. How did you decide the direction or that direction that you wanted to take in your career? 
My entire time in nursing, I have always really loved teaching, training, onboarding new staff and seeing these light bulb moments and seeing them get excited when they felt confident in doing a new skill. I feel like most of us nurses that go into this career really enjoy nurturing and taking care of people. And what better way to do that than to train and educate the next generation or the next person joining your unit? If you want a strong, independent unit that works together and gives excellent care to our patients, we need to put the work in. We need to be the ones that are willing to share our knowledge and step up to the plate and put in that effort to train each other and teach from what you learn and experiences, good and bad, to improve your unit. And I feel like most nurses, given that level of support and given that training from their peers, are more apt to stay. If they feel like they want it and their team really wants to put that effort to bring them into the whole unit and give them all that information, give them all the support, they're less likely to want to leave. I think most nurses want to do an excellent job. They just need the support to do so. And as wonderful as all of our nursing programs are, there's such a snippet of the little idea of what nursing is. Patients don't present the same way they do in a textbook or in a module that you learn. So learning those key phrases or key things to look for is something as a seasoned nurse you can share with the next generation. Well, as an educator, I think you've got more of a challenge now because never in the history have we seen five different generations coming into the workplace. And everybody learns differently. Do you find that a pretty big challenge as you get these different generations in there trying to teach them and trying to be you know, very concise about keeping our guidelines and our standards in place, Molly? Absolutely. I definitely see a difference, even from when I was onboarded to everything was very hands-on learning. This is just how we did it to now traditionally when I'm onboarding our next generation. We've got modules, we have Periop Sim, we've got all this virtual reality tools we're doing off campus. We've been blessed enough to adopt the ARN Periop 101 course. So that offers a lot of different components. And it's actually very exciting because this next generation is all for it. They crave the new technology. They crave the new way to be able to jump on a tablet and access more information when it's convenient to them. So I think it's been very cool to see. It's been challenging when you have a seasoned nurse who's maybe transferring from a different location or transferring from a different unit into the OR because they're not as comfortable with that. So assigning them modules online and things like that when they are not comfortable going onto those platforms can very much stress them out in an already stressful environment. They're trying to learn a new specialty. They're trying to change from being the expert on the floor to now they're the new person who is not comfortable in their skills. And now I threw a whole another level of technology at them. And in our perioperative setting, we already have so much technology that goes into our practice. All the new equipment, all the new things that we're seeing with surgeons and our, our providers. So it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to throw at someone if you're not used to technology. Well, let's get to the heart of this conversation. As you think about working with four or five generations of staff nurses and leaders, what do you see as your biggest challenges? I think our biggest challenge and our biggest opportunity is valuing each of the generations and what they have to bring to the table. You can't put us all in the same bucket because we just aren't. We have different experiences. We have different backgrounds. But because of that, we can see that as a beautiful opportunity to make a really well-rounded team. So taking these seasoned nurses who've been in here and they've 
tried and true. They know their skills. Make them feel valued. Make them feel like you are the heart of our team. We want to share your knowledge. We want to share your skills with our new staff members so that we are prepared to offer and provide all of our patients excellent safe care. But let's also tap into that new generation who's super tech savvy. If they love that, let's use them as our expert on the unit to train new people for all the new equipment and bounce around and help troubleshoot through things if any staff members have problems. It's tapping into those, all those individuals and what they bring and knowing that they're valued in our team. I think that will make them want to stay. If everybody knows that what they bring to the table improves our department, they're not going to feel that need to leave and find something different. So it's just making everybody know that you are making our team what it is. You're making us a well-rounded facility that we're going to use each other's strengths and benefits to make our facility better. What are some of the positives that you think millennials bring to the workforce? I think they bring the concept that maybe it was always one time that you just had to put up with a certain type of behavior. I think we've all probably heard of these horror stories on how you had to treat certain providers or certain specialties and put them on pedestals where this generation wasn't taught that. They were taught that we are all equals, that we're all bringing different things to the table, and we can respect you for your different level of education and training, but that doesn't make you better than me, and I expect to be treated respectfully just the way I would treat you. So I think that really helped us elevate as a profession our expectations of how we need to be treated. We're here to do a job and we do a darn good job at it. So we do deserve the respect that we give to all of our other professions. And it gave us a voice. It gave us a voice to stand up for what we believe, to know where our stopping line was, to speak up, to be a patient advocate and not feel like we were going to be shot down. I love that perspective. Uh, that's kind of some of the same things I'm feeling here. I have a very young medical staff and a very young staff of uh, nurses and techs, and I can see a significant difference when I first stepped into the operating room and the expectations of respect were very, very different than that here. And it was kind of cute. One of our surgeons came in just recently. and He goes, I promise you, I didn't yell. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I thought I said, I've ne- I would have never thought that 20, 30 years ago. So I love right. bringing that back to the table and talking about it. And if you think of an environment that's already high stress, why make it more stressful? No one operates as well if they're under stress. They can't think as clearly. They can't know what to do next. So why make that more difficult? Let's just all be here to do the same job and work together as a team. Well, you know, as an educator, you have a broader perspective. You teach and you train all the different generations. What differences have you observed in in how each one of them works and interacts with each other? I think kind of how we spoken on a little bit earlier is the different level of technology and how they learn and the expectation. I think even with some of the other generations like the boomers, you had this work ethic that was just ingrained. You went above and beyond. It was expected if you stay late, that's just part of the job. And there is a little bit of a trend with some of the younger generations that they are more geared towards a healthier work-life balance, and maybe not picking up the overtime or staying late or doing the above and beyonds. So that can be challenging to create some animosity between staff members because one's already always picking up that overtime, always picking up the extra call because that's just how they were raised, where 
so-and-so over in the corner, she's brand new and she's only been here six months and she's not helping pick up any of the slack. So that can make it a little bit challenging. I do think we could probably all learn a little bit from that and having a healthier work-life balance, whatever that means, that can be different to every single person. And sometimes that can just be bringing that to the front saying, this is why it's not that we don't want to be part of a team, but let's make sure that we're sharing evenly, but yet not compromising that balance. Um, You know, we talk so much about work-life balance and I think what the newer generations are bringing in is they're saying it's okay to go home on time. It's okay not to pick up your phone and answer and not to feel guilty about picking up extra work. Uh, I I give a little story about my husband and my daughter is actually a nurse too. And he goes, well, I don't understand why she doesn't pick up jobs. She's a millennial. And I think I turned around to him. I said, you know what? She may have it right. We may have it wrong. So we have a lot to learn with the newer generations coming in. And they can teach us that perspective of how to be resilient yet have work-life balance and enjoy the um, outcomes of our job and our home life. A good Absolutely. Balance. And my hopes is we'll see less burnout. We'll see less of our nurses who just can't do anymore and they leave the field altogether. It's kind of a catch-22. We've got a generation who now don't feel the need to maybe stay in that same job or on the same campus for their whole career. So as far as staffing is concerned, that can be difficult. If we're not keeping people, I think I heard recently the average was two years. So if we can't keep people best two years, you're constantly onboarding and training new staff. But you're also now seeing nurses who are growing and knowing that there's other opportunities as a nurse that they might feel passionate about, and they're actually trying those areas out. So it's good and bad. We're hopefully having a generation of nurses who aren't going to leave the profession but we might not see the same amount of people who are going to stay in that same role for 20 years. Well, thank you, Molly. What is your advice for colleagues to improve communication and collaboration to understand each other better so satisfaction improves for everybody on the team? I say this a lot, and some people might tease me, but say what you need and mean what you say. If you need support, say so. If you feel like there's an opportunity that can be improved, say so. But if you're asking for something, also know that it's a two-way street. So if you want to make sure you're improving your department, you're improving your communication, let's offer some opportunities and ways that we think can improve it. Don't just leave that on that person's desk and say, I hope you figure out this problem. Please fix it for us. But let's offer our ideas so that we are improving together. I feel like it takes a well-oiled good teamwork type mentality to not only provide safe patient care, you feel like you're getting out of this profession what you should be. You should be able to leave at the end of the day and feel fulfilled and feel like you made a difference in the world. But you need to be able to step out of your comfort zone a little bit in order to kind of know what it takes to get there. Knowing that we all are, I've said it time and time again, but bringing something different to the table and what a cool experience that is. If we were all the exact same way, it'd be pretty darn boring. So I'd rather have a bunch of team around me that bring different experiences to the table. Well, Molly, thank you so much for your time and sharing your thoughts. I think what this does, it helps us all to understand the different generational perspectives in our workforce. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll share this podcast with your colleagues, and we hope that you'll join us next time for Periop Talk.